school is starting, if your school hasn't already started, I feel like we might be starting a little bit late because we're starting after Labor Day. I know a lot of people have already begun sending their children to school or starting their homeschool. And I kind of just wanted to have a conversation about that and ask how we were doing with it and kind of talk mother to mother. Well, kind of (laughs) one-sided. but how the transition back into school is. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. Summer is so much fun. There is a lot of fun you can have and do in summer. There's reunions, there's swimming, there's camping. There's so many outdoor curricular or outdoor extracurricular activities is what I wanted to say that can be done in the summer but that can also make it for really busy almost a little chaotic and a little bit unscheduled because you have all these different vacations and reunions which are all fun and are all enjoyable but sometimes towards the end of summer us mothers tend to crave the normalcy of a schedule and a little bit more structure. And that is why sometimes getting back into the rhythm of school, if you send your kids to school or have some type of structure with homeschooling, can actually be really nice for some of us. I'll have to admit this summer was so fun that I have not wanted it to end. I have really enjoyed This summer, I've let myself have a lot more fun this summer than I have in the past, and it has been enjoyable. So, we decided to start after Labor Day, which will be in a week or so when we start. And I'm also ready, though, for some structure and for some learning. My kids (laughs) need to get back into it. I I can tell that some of it has kind of gone away, so... Getting back into school is going to be nice, and and I wanted to share specifically right now with the homeschool moms some of the things I am going to try and do to make this a little bit less overwhelming. Um, you might still find some nuggets of truth if you send your sk- kids to school um, on how it can help you with them after school, but this is kind of some things that have been going through my mind so I don't get overwhelmed. I have four kids and I have three that are going to be homeschooling age. Now it's only ever really been two in the past with doing a little bit of preschool here and there with the third, but this year she is really excited to do more and wants to do more. And it has felt really daunting in ways um, to try and add another child. I had remembered what it, I, I have remembered what it was like last year and how it was difficult just to get the two kids' lessons in, and I have felt a little bit anxiety and worry over how I'm going to fit that third child in. 
Well, over the summer, for part of our homeschool group, they required the moms to do something called Catch the Vision. And if you listen to my pregnancy episodes, I have already talked about this. Um, But if you haven't, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it and why I'm shifting the way I'm homeschooling and how it has helped my mindset um, in this area and feeling a little bit less overwhelmed. Um, Catch the Vision, for it's for moms, is from the well-educated heart. And a lady named Marlene Peterson um, has kind of come up with the well-educated heart philosophy of teaching. And so this summer, I have been going through all the audios, the videos, and some of the scripts that she has in that um, audio, uh, course to prepare for our homeschool group and it has resonated with me in a lot of ways. A lot of the things that she says in that Catch the Vision make so much sense on how public schools tend to be a waste of our children's times and talent and kind of by the time they get into high school and where they should really be getting into their gifts and talents they're just kind of sick of it all and they don't want to learn and grow and develop in their God-given talents. She kind of says it, well, she does. (laughs) She says it way better than I'm saying it now. But I encourage you to go listen to it because I feel like it is such a good way to develop and help develop our children's hearts. Our children are going to need our hearts. When things get tough, they're not going to need the answer of the quadratic equation or some strange math thing that you only do once to pass the test or maybe twice to pass another test. (laughs) They're going to need a well-educated heart and she goes deeper into that. Anyway, as I have gone through all of that, it has shifted me and it has changed me to really think about how I am educating my kids. Am I just taking public school and putting it in my home? Or am I really trying to reach the vision of homeschool that's in my mind? Last year, I feel that in my homeschooling, I kind of did bring the public school mindset into my home, and that's not what I wanted. I have this vision and desire of teaching my children at home to know God, to really tap into their gifts and talents and um, allow them to explore and like learn further. I, I can't even say the appropriate words that fill my soul with the desire I have of having my children at home. But last year it was not like that. It was very strict and rigorous. I had scheduled out all the lessons. We were going to catch up on some books and do all the lessons And there were a lot of tears, and it was not at all the vision that I have had of homeschooling. It was sad. It was hard. I didn't want to do it. Nobody else wanted to do it, and it is not what I envisioned. And so this summer, going through that Catch the Vision course and realizing that, oh my gosh, (laughs) there's a different way. I've been handling this all wrong has kind of really been eye-opening. Now, implementing it sounds a little bit harder than it sounds in my mind, like actually doing it and letting my public school-grown mind be okay with it. Um, But it is more flexible. And so, instead of doing the curriculum like I was doing, I am shifting 
some of the curriculum I'm keeping the same for like my daughters because they both love it. Um, but my son, I am changing things up. And another thing I am doing besides changing things up is I am going to try timers. I went to a homeschooling retreat and one of the mothers said that she used timers for everything. So instead of like forcing my son to do a lesson and having him drag it out all day long and have it really annoy me and annoy him and the whole family, I'm going to set a timer. But he is going to have to be diligent while that timer is going. But he will work the whole time that timer's on on that subject and then get a break or something. And I feel like if I tell him that that's all he will have to do, I think he will be a little more motivated to, to do it. And I want to implement a timer or some type of timed thing for him especially because it's hard for him to stay focused. But I think it will help all of us to stay on track and to do a little bit of all the things I would like to do every day. Instead of having one thing because the lesson was long take up the whole day and not get to everything. I want to get to a little bit of everything and allow ample time for reading and the arts. That is one thing she hits pretty hard in that Catch the Vision is some of the arts, like not only art, but poetry, um, classic literature, and, and stuff like that, and feeding our children's hearts good things that inspire them to be good people, that inspire them to develop their gifts and talents. And as a mother, that is what I want to feed. I want to feed their desire to learn. Think about when you are excited to learn something, how you'll watch every YouTube video on it, you'll read all the articles, and everything will be kind of pulled to you that you want to learn about this thing. I feel like as mothers, we can do that for our children. And maybe if your kids are at school, you can still do that for your children after school. Help them to feed that desire to learn. I don't want my children's desire to learn just to be during the school year and only because it's forced, only because it has to. There are going to be things that they have to do that they might not enjoy, but that is life. But I feel like once we use the timers to get those monotonous things done, we can really enjoy learning. We can really enjoy growing together. And so that is a little bit more of my goal this year, is to use timers, do a little bit every single day, and have time to enjoy what they want to learn about and foster that with them. So I know some of you will want to know, and it kind of bugs me when people will talk about stuff and then not tell you. (laughs) Um, I am switching out the good and the beautiful for my son. It was just too much. I don't know if it's the way they've changed their curriculum Or I don't know if it's just a curriculum that seems more geared toward girls. But last year it was too much for him and me. So I am doing different curriculum for him. I am going to try a McGuffey reader. They are... they're old. (laughs) They are very old books and I will use that for handwriting, spelling, dictation, narration, um, kind of the language arts end of things. And then for math... I am actually leaning towards an online math program this year, which I am not an advocate of screen time, but there's a lot of reasons why I feel like I really want to give this a try, and that's what I'm leaning towards is trying teaching textbooks. It's an online program. I've heard good things about it from quite a few homeschool moms, actually, 
And I feel it will be nice for them to have a subject that I don't have to be involved in. So that will give me a little bit more time with a third child to help her with her younger levels um, of Good and the Beautiful because my girls do enjoy that curriculum. So that's kind of what I'm doing with him right now. And yeah, I am excited to see how this school year will go. And I am ready for a little bit more structure and time learning and growing together in that aspect. And I wanted to encourage you today in that endeavor. If anything, encourage your children to learn. Learn with them. Find things that you both enjoy and learn it together and just have fun with the process. Even if it's just looking at art, you can always learn something from beautiful art. I've started making Pinterest boards on my Pinterest page of art that I just love looking at that has meaning, that has mothers, that has children. Look up some good art together. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be reading. It doesn't have to be worksheets. Just spend some time together. I'm cheering for you, Mama, as you begin this school year. With the school year starting also brings on the start of fall. And fall is so fun because it's harvest time, it's sweater weather, it's cozy, all the good things. Fall also brings like the pumpkins and um, apple cider and wassail type drinks. We have a candle company. Well, it's actually my candle company that I bought for my sister and fall scents are just coming out. Well, they've actually been out for a little while, but they are available now. I've got fall harvest, which kind of has a little bit of the spice, apples, maple, and bourbon, um, cinnamon sugar apple slices, caramel apple. If you want your home to smell like fall, check out my link to Flickr's Candle Co., which will be the top link in today's show notes, to look into some of those scents to smell up your home. This podcast is just me putting it out there for free, and if you want to support, that is the best way to support is through my candle company. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Most of all, thank you for applying what you've heard into your own life for a better motherhood. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast, for listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy in losing that stubborn baby weight and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.